This is Philly Sports with Giovanni. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Blitz is coming, Hurts sees it, gets rid of it, it's caught for the touchdown! Here's your host, Giovanni Hamilton. Are you listening to this podcast and you're getting ready for week one and you don't have a place to place your bets? Well, guys, I have a solution for you. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest place to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available right from your mobile device. Head to the website or use the mobile device to sign up today and get in the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome back to the Giovanni Show. Today we have on my good friend Ike Reese. Welcome to the show, man. It has been way too long since we last talked. I'm very excited to have you on today. Oh man, Gio, thank you for having me on, brother. And you're right, it's been a while, but you know what? We 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 stay connected through our love for our Philadelphia Eagles. So we're even if we're not talking, we're always connected. Yes, sir. Um, so my first question for you is, what was your favorite part about being in the NFL? Wow. I tell you, um, honestly, it was being on the same field and being in the locker room with players and athletes that I only dreamed about being able to do. You know, as a kid, you know, we all we all dream about being professional athletes or what have you. But I didn't really think it was a realistic sort of uh, dream or goal. And it wasn't until, you know, uh, I walked into that locker room and I, you know, I still can remember when I first saw Irvin Fryer, you know, when I first saw William Thomas, uh, Kevin Turner, Mike Zordich. Like these are guys that I was watching on a television play. And now I'm in the same locker room with Troy Vincent. Like, yeah, these guys, and, and, and to me, and then when I got to compete against, you know, some of my childhood heroes, um, my earlier years, uh, that was pretty cool to me. And then, you know what? Because then once you get to, like, your third, fourth, or fifth year, then, okay, it, it's not, okay, now I'm not the little kid that wished I played in the NFL. I played in the NFL, so... Um, at some point, it went from me being excited about playing against guys I watched on TV to realizing, like, yeah, you belong, man. You're, you're, you know, you belong here. Like, you're yeah. good. Like, you've been playing for a while. So, I think for me, finally getting that acceptance from my teammates and my peers, like, yeah, you belong in the NFL. That's, I think that was pretty cool, man. Like, that, those are the things that, that stay with you forever. Those, those, those memories, they stay with you forever. 
Yeah, I couldn't even imagine going into a locker room and being able to play next to guys that I watch on TV now, playing with the Jalen Hurtses and the AJ Browns and all those guys. It would be crazy. Um, I would be so nervous. So I don't know how you did. (laughs) Oh, I was nervous. Believe me, I was nervous. Now, I tried not to show it, you know, but, but yeah, I was nervous. No doubt about it. I was nervous. Hey, sometimes the nerves help, right? <laughs> they do. No, you're absolutely right. They, you know, because the nerves can kind of also give you that extra energy or confidence that you need to go out there and perform. So that's one thing I didn't do. I, I didn't let my, my my nerves or the the anxiety affect me in a negative way. I, I sort of used it as a positive for sure. Yes, sir. Um, so my next question for you is, what was your biggest takeaway from Monday night's game? You know, the offense started to click. The defense was just phenomenal. If those guys, if all those guys that we saw on Monday can stay healthy and keep making big plays like that, we are Super Bowl bound again. Yeah, i tell you, my biggest takeaway was as great as the defense played, and I, 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 I expected the defense to play good Monday night. I, I really did. I think they're getting better each week. We know about those two young studs in the middle of the defense that everybody's in love with, Jalen Carter and, and Jordan Davis. Certainly excited watching them play. But honestly, I, I was happy to see a balanced offense. We ran the ball well. We ran the ball for over 200 yards. And then we got the passing game going. You know, Jalen threw a beautiful touchdown pass to OZ, Alamade Zacchaeus. That was a beautiful touchdown pass and for two reasons. A, he showed patience standing in the pocket. I mean, I was sitting there yelling, run, run, <laughs> run, yeah. And, and, and he stayed in the pocket, and he delivered a great throw where he actually threw uh, OZ open on the play. So that was a great throw. And to have a balanced offense, rush for two, 200, throw for 277, we got A.J., Brown going. Um, I, I like seeing that. I, I don't like when we're one-dimensional. I, I like being able to be effective through the air and on the ground because that's how we were last year. That, that That's what made this team the most dangerous offense to stop because we could beat you on the ground or through the air. Yeah, for sure. And I think we did the uh... – I, I guess Nick Sirianni called it the uh, brotherly shove. We did that a few <laughs> times. And that was crazy. They could yeah. not stop it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's 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 a hot topic for a lot of people this week, the uh, the brotherly shove or the tush-push, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, and until they change the rules, the Eagles need to continue to do it. They're the best at doing it. And so as long as, as it's, it's permissible, Man, take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. You know, I I got the opportunity to talk to Howie Roseman at the NFL Combine, and he said something to the effect of, just because it's working doesn't mean it should be outlawed when talking about the tush push. So right. hopefully <laughs> hopefully it doesn't get uh, taken they, out. I don't think they are. I mean, this is, this is a, this is a um, it's an offensive league. So I don't think the NFL is looking to do anything that prohibits people from scoring points. So, yeah, that's I don't, I don't think we have any concern about it going anywhere. People may complain about it, but it's not going to matter. It's not going to change. I mean, hey, 
It's a QB sneak, but there's nothing sneaky about it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Everybody knows what's about to happen, and they still can't stop it. Exactly. Um, so what team are you most scared of us going up against? Obviously, it's not Dallas anymore. <laughs> no. I, I got to be honest with you. I'm not afraid of any of them, Gio. I, I love really to hear not. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not afraid of any of them because here's why. I think the Eagles – still have lots of room to improve and get better as a team. Like we're not even playing our best football right now. Yeah. So, so imagine when they start clicking on all cylinders, uh, our biggest thing is we got to stay healthy. We got to stay healthy. Um, and I believe I'm, I'm confident whether we play San Francisco, whether we play the Cowboys. And the great thing about this year's schedule is that we get a chance to play these teams. So we're going to get a chance to see how we stack up against them. And, and the way I look at it, I, I think the Eagles have the most talented roster in the NFL. I do. Top to bottom, I think they got the most talented roster in the NFL. And uh, those teams should be worried about playing the Eagles. Yeah, We're not worried about playing them. They, they need to be worried about playing us. Right. They do. They really do have the best roster. When you look at all these – these guys, and you, you go down the depth chart, you're like, where is this cap space? We just have so much talent. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, that, and that's the good thing, is that it's a good mixture of young players, and then you got some veterans mixed in there as well. So, and you already know, when you talk about cap space, there's nobody better at that than Howie Roseman. So, yeah, yeah. yeah Howie always finds, Yeah, he finds a way to make it work. So, yeah, we, yeah, we don't, we don't have to worry about that. Yes, sir. Um, so with Washington coming up uh this weekend, um, what is your what would your game plan be going into it if you're Nick Sirianni? Okay. So let me start on the offensive side of the ball. I think offensively, I think we keep doing what we do. So we got we almost have to see what Washington wants to try to take away. So some of these teams, they said you know what? We're not going to let the Eagles throw the ball over our head. We're going to try to keep the explosive plays down. So we're going to play a little more zone defense. And if, even if we get hurt by the run, I'd rather get hurt by the run than by the pass. So if Washington comes out and does that, I expect us to run the ball. Like I expect us to do what we normally do. But if Washington says, you know what? We can't allow the Eagles to control the clock for 40 minutes by just running the ball down our throat. So we may have to commit extra guys to the run, and that's where A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Dallas Goddard are going to have big days. So I, I, I would be prepared for both. I think this is going to be a game where the passing game leads us. I think Washington, Ron Rivera is a defensive coach first. He has Jack Del Rio over here. And I'll tell you, as a defensive player, there's nothing worse than – when you know a team is going to run the ball and you can't stop it, and, and, and they just keep running the ball on you. So I think they're going to try to gear up to stop the run to see if Jalen can beat them throwing the ball. So I actually expect this to be a big day for the passing game. I think Devontae Smith has a big game this game coming up. And then defensively, I would take the same game plan we used against Tampa, so to speak. Force Sam Howe to beat us. Force Sam Howe, because see, like when Washington beat us last year, 
they did it with Taylor Heineke, but all they really did was average like three and a half yards of play. They just wanted to make sure they got to third and one or third and two and try to keep the ball away from the Eagles. We got to force Sam Howe to throw the ball like they did with Baker Mayfield last week. So get him in second and long, third and long situations, and then let the big boys eat up front. Let the big boys eat up front and then watch the turnover start to happen. Watch the turnover start to happen. Like, when I tell you that I was so upset last week that I could not jump out of my seat because of my leg being broken and jump up and down when Jalen Carter punched that ball out, I was so frustrated because that was the best play that we've seen all year from the defense. That got us in just an amazing state for this whole team. And I think that's really the play that's going to change how this whole team moves. Even the offense, I think it fired them up. I agree with you. And, and it came at the right time. We we had just turned the ball over on offense, right? Remember, we I think that was the interception that we got down there. And, you know, everybody's frustrated or what have you because we, we could have went in and scored points. But I love the fact that the defense has the mindset of, you know what, hey, Sudden change, let's go out there and put the fire out. And that's what they did. They went out there and got the ball right back. You brought up Jalen Carter. That that play was so violent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he literally did the he did the peanut tillman punch where he knocked the ball out. But, but the best part about that was obviously he forced a fumble. But even if he hadn't forced a fumble, he made sure he still made the tackle on the running back. So, like, and, and if you watch that running back, I think his last name is – what was his last name? Choice? I can't, I can't think of his last name right now. Uh, Rashad White. Uh, Rashad White, the running back from Tampa. Man, you watch how he bounced off. He bounced yeah. off the ground at the Jalen Carter hit. That lets you know that was a violent hit right there. That's, and that's what we need on defense. Yeah, Jalen Carter is a beast. Jalen Carter is a beast. Yeah, our defensive line is something else, man. I cannot wait to see them eat this weekend. So I got one more question for you tonight. Um, So on my podcast, my biggest thing is I want to stop bullying. So my question for you is, um, what is one step in your opinion that we need to take as a society to end bullying? Wow, that's a great question, Gio. I tell you what. I've always felt the thing with bullying, what what perpetuates bullying is people who see it and don't say anything about it, don't do anything about it. So for me, I want the people, whether they're kids, whether they're teenagers, kids your age, what have you, if you see something like that happening, you have to step up and be brave to say something as well. Right? Like, like, it's not just left up to the person that's being bullied to sort of defend himself or that sort of thing. It's, it's, it's often people around who witness it and don't say anything about it. Cause I tell you what, the person that's doing the bullying, if that person, he or she realizes that all of their peers are watching them and they're holding them accountable, they'll stop doing that. They'll stop doing that. But when people don't say anything about it, it really just empowers the bully to keep doing those types of things. So I would encourage any classmates, friends, or what have you, don't allow your friends to be bullied. 
speak up for them, be a good friend, be a good peer. And we got to do better as a society of protecting one another and speaking up for one another when the opportunity is there to do it. There's always going to be people out there that try to take advantage of people when they can or bully people when they can. But it's up to us as a community to stand up against that together as opposed to leaving that one person there to defend themselves. We got to band together to help stop that. So, man, I, I love what you're doing, man. You, you've always been inspirational and in everything you do and everything you say. Uh, I wish you nothing but good health and prosperity. Congratulations. I, I, I saw that you had, um, had you had the, um, the, uh, the surgery already or you're about to have something. Yeah, so I had the surgery. That's why my leg's broken. Uh, I had right. the surgery two weeks ago, went to the doctor yesterday, and I'm going to be up and walking in two weeks. That's what I'm talking about, brother. Yes, that's sir. That's what I'm talking about, man. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You see, that's that's what's inspirational. Somebody who doesn't give up, somebody who fights against adversity. Like those, you are the type of people that we need to protect and, and stand up for. So i say it once again. To any of your classmates, friends, or what have you, you see something being done wrong to someone who isn't able to stand up for themselves. We got to be there to stand up for them to take a fight against that, man. You're the best, Gio. You're the best, Hey, thank brother. you so much for coming on. Yep. Uh, all the best to your family, too, man. Take care. Thank you.